0: Good morning everyone and welcome to the Premier League Prism. I'm your host Nishant Avasti and in this podcast we talk about all things Premier League with a special focus on Manchester United. So, uh, if you are a United fan, this episode is for you because we are going to talk about everything from Middlesbrough to Burnley and our upcoming games against Southampton and Brighton. So, let's get straight into it then. Uh, Follow us on all on our socials, Twitter and uh, spread the word around this podcast because we've been receiving a lot of love from you guys and uh, this podcast is growing uh, better than I expected it to grow. So thank you for everything that you guys have been doing for me and uh, yeah, do follow me on Twitter at uh, the Premier League Prism and uh, now let's get straight into it. So. If you're a Manchester United fan, uh, the past week has been (laughs) really, really uh, stuff made of nightmares because uh, we faced a championship side in an FA Cup game, which we were expected to win by four or five goals at least, but we end up getting ourselves knocked out from the... FA Cup which was our only realistic chance for a trophy this season so that was a huge huge blow and I would again use the term that we got ourselves out of the FA Cup because uh, it was in our hands from the word go Uh, in the first half we looked really threatening we scored a goal but we should have had at least three or four goals in that first half of the game against Middlesbrough we were just not clinical enough and uh, yeah, it did end up hurting us in the game because this has been a recurring pattern with this Manchester United team under Ralf Ragnick that uh, we don't score enough goals to win the game in the first half and then when in the second half the teams come up against us, they want us to attack, they go gung-ho against us and then we look a bit shaky and uh, our defensive line is really not in the best of its forms right now. Apart from David De Gea and maybe Rafael Varan who has just come back from injury, we look bit shaky. We look a bit underconfident in our defensive line. And uh, we don't really, you know, keep a clean sheet. And uh, right now, I think the only way we can get 3 points from a game is if we keep a clean sheet because our attacking line is uh, not in the best of its forms right now. So, yeah, we do feel like we'll score one goal in the game, but uh, not more than that. And when you only score one one goal in the game and your defensive line looks as shaky as it is right now, your only realistic chance to get 3 points from the game is... You know, to keep a clean sheet. And that's what has not been happening in the past few weeks for Manchester United. And which is a real cause of concern because uh, we had a realistic shot at uh, consolidating our fourth position in the league. And uh, we blew it up against Burnley in our previous game. But yeah, we'll come back to the Burnley game. But let's first dissect the Middlesbrough game. It was a game in which Paul Pogba was making his return after November or something and uh, he looked to be in good touch. He was arguably our best player on the pitch. In the first half especially, he was running the game. He was creating a lot of chances and uh, when Paul Pogba is in that kind of a mood, he looks like a real, real good player for this Manchester United team but... You can't take anything from the game in the sense that it was a championship level team and uh, the kind of squad that Manchester United has assembled right now. We put out a really strong first 11 against them, and uh, there was like, there is no argument as to why we should not have won that game. We would have, we should have won that game even with our uh, reserves. And we couldn't do that with our first 11 which is a real shock for any Manchester United fan. It shouldn't have happened but it happened. Uh, Coming on to the positives that if there are any positives that you can take out from that game. um, One of them would be that uh, our midfield was creating a lot of chances. And uh, on any other given day, if our forward line was in form, they would have scored a lot of goals. Uh, Coming back to our forward line, spearheaded by Cristiano Ronaldo himself. I have, uh, in the past decade or so, never never seen Ronaldo this out of form. And it looks like right now, Old Trafford pitch is radioactive and it's sucking all the life out of its players. And uh, yeah, Ronaldo, I have never seen him, you know, go four or five games in a row without scoring a goal. It never happened in his Real Madrid days, it never happened in in his Juventus days and it's happening right now. And uh, the reasons might be the dressing room stuff, maybe he himself feels that... uh, he is not confident enough of getting enough chances and that's why maybe he is himself not in the best frame of mind right now and if Ronaldo is anything, he is mindset. With Ronaldo, one thing that you can always guarantee is that his mindset and his attitude will always be spot on and he'll always, even if he gets one chance in the game, he will put it in the back of the net because he's always switched on for the chances. He's like a shark in the box, but uh, in the Middlesbrough game, he was not. He was not close to his best. He had a fair few chances to score, and he couldn't. He even missed a penalty, which is which rarely happens with Cristiano Ronaldo. Like he would miss a penalty, and he, that's the kind of penalty box striker that he is, and. Uh, he didn't take up his chance which shows that uh, he was maybe you can't read a lot of it into it you don't maybe should not read a lot of stuff into missing a penalty or so but it does give you an insight into the mindset of the player he was maybe not in the best of his mental fortitude and Maybe that's why he missed that penalty. Though he did end up scoring in the penalty shootout. But uh, yeah, Ronaldo, a player like Ronaldo won't ever miss two penalties in a row. So he had to score that one. But uh, all the blame for that loss went on to Anthony Elanga. Though it was really, really not his fault that uh, the forward players couldn't finish off the game in the first 90 minutes. Yeah. Middlesbrough did get a goal which was arguably handball and for me not even arguable because even if even if the referee on field didn't give it a handball the VAR should have given the handball and the goal should have struck back and uh, it didn't happen but that's no excuse for a team like United playing against a championship team like Middlesbrough because you should have killed off the game in the first half and then you don't do that. Time and time again this season, we have seen that if United doesn't kill off these games, uh, the opponent team in the second half comes kung ho against us. They are confident in their abilities then, and uh, they do end up getting a goal back. And we most of the times draw the game. Sometimes even go on to lose the game. And this is again what happened in the Burnley game. We were. We were the only team playing in the first half Though we didn't create as many chances As we created against the Middlesbrough team But that's because Burnley Is defensively a very good team They they have only one way of playing They defend deep inside their box And then they depend on the long balls To give to their strikers And create a few chances So in the first half we were good against them Paul Pogba again was Very good in the game And uh, our uh, middle. Mid- midfield players were playing good football. Sancho in the Burnley game looked really good. It was looking like he's coming back to his best. He's coming in form. Yeah, the goal he scored was maybe a deflected goal, but uh, his overall gameplay was really positive. He was doing his little tricks and flicks and he was creating space for himself and for other players and he was putting in crosses and uh, yeah which was good and uh, Edison Cavani though missed a chance on a header but uh, he might have been offside as well so you can't read too much into it but yeah Jedun Sancho had a lot of positive things uh, to give during the game Marcus Rashford, again on the other flank, was really hot and cold. He is, right now, I don't think in the best of mindsets again because he is not taking on the defenders. He is not running past them. Maybe because he is not getting, you know, the balls lobbed up into the space where he can run at the defenders. But uh, whenever he is having the ball at his feet, he is... uh, not creating chances for himself or for the team Whenever he gets a chance in the box, he has a very good shot on him and he did, you know, take a few, fair few shots in the Burnley game and Nick Pope was again at his, one of the he had one of the best games of his season so he saved a lot of them but uh, Rashford didn't, you know, drop a shoulder and uh, get past his defender which is a real concern because right now we have sent Anthony Martial out on loan we have sent Donny Van de Beek out on loan and uh, suddenly our uh, bench strength doesn't look as good as it was at the start of the season but I won't argue with the argument that they should have gone out on loan because these guys were not getting any game time especially Donny Van de Beek he has not had a fair crack at this Manchester United team so i'm happy for donny van Der beek i think he'll do really well at everton he had you know he came from the bench in the second half during the everton versus newcastle game and uh, it wasn't the best of his performances but uh, he'll he'll get back into form uh, he'll start a lot of games for everton and uh, by the time the next season arrives and we have a new manager in charge uh, hopefully he'll be in top form and uh, perform for Manchester United next year and similarly for Anthony Martial who had a, who had a blank game against uh, against it, maybe it was Osasuna that Sevilla played against but uh, yeah he'll get a, a good amount of game time in La Liga and uh, maybe he comes back into form and then maybe he's ready for us in the next season But uh, overall, the game against Burnley showed again the same problems that Manchester United face and has been facing for a while now. We create a lot of chances in the first half. We don't take them. Then in the second half, the team comes against us and they play football against us and uh, then we have no answers to that. Our defensive line looks shaky again and uh, we concede a goal and uh, end up drawing the game. The only concerning thing that i had against the only game was that when cristiano ronaldo came from the bench he really offered nothing and uh, it looked like he had already given up on the game which is really unlike ronaldo i have never seen this happening with cristiano ronaldo when he was at real madrid i followed a lot of real madrid matches i probably watched every game that he played in for real madrid for those 8 or 9 years and uh, he really doesn't look the same player anymore maybe uh, media has been arguing that uh, maybe he is a 20 minute player only now maybe his legs are gone but i don't believe in that i think he is a physical specimen he has been he has been you know playing really well for juventus as well uh, and if uh, he's not wrong in thinking that uh, he should play every minute of the 90 when he, is, when he is available, fit and ready to play because he is United's, even now, he is United's best player for the season till now and uh, without his goals, we wouldn't be anywhere near in the Champions League and fighting for this fourth spot in the Premier League. But yeah, right now he looks out of form and he needs to get back into form As soon as possible if we want to end up finishing in the 4th spot come the end of the season. Uh, The good thing for United is that uh, it looks like neither Tottenham or Arsenal want to themselves lay a claim down for that 4th spot and uh, they have both been dropping a lot of points along with us. So, whenever United drop points, they are never out of the running for the top 4 but Right now is the time that United needs to win at least 6 or 7 games in a row so that they can cement that fourth spot and you know have a gap of at least 4 or 5 points from their nearest rival because otherwise if this goes down to the last few games of the season and uh, we are still fighting for that fourth spot, this United team is not mentally strong enough, I don't think so, to you know, grab on to the moment then. So, we need to capitalize while we have a chance and we need to win a lot of games from now until the end of the season. The next game that we are going to play is against Southampton, which is not an easy game. And after that, we are going to play against Brighton, which again is not an easy game. Southampton have just come, you know, drawing a game against uh, against Spurs at their home and... uh, it was a really exciting game. The Tottenham team was defensively very weak. And uh, the Saints were on on it from the entire game. From minute one, they were playing attacking football. And Ralph Ragnik teams generally do play attacking football. This is the manager that I really like. And with the limited resources that they have, they lose a player every single window. And still they the game that they are playing it's a it's a really it's a feather in the cap of Ralph Ragnik the way they play and uh, it's the feather in the cap of uh, Ralph Hasenhutl uh, the Southampton manager the way they play because they play really good football and uh, this is gonna be a really tricky game for Manchester United because uh, Hasenhutl team will come on us, they will challenge us they will play attacking football against us and uh, uh, our defensive line will have to have a really good game uh, if we have to get anything out of this game because David Dahia alone cannot do this he has been the Premier League player of the month in the month of January which our goalkeeper has got that award maybe after 4 or 5 years the last one to get that was maybe Fraser Foster 5-6 years ago so it shows that David Daya is back to his best. He's playing really, really good. But uh, Viktor Lindelof, I think, should start over Maguire with Varan because right now Maguire looks really shaky. He doesn't look like an 80 million defender. And uh, he needs to be on the bench right now, if you ask me. And uh, Victor Lindelof, whenever he has played with Varan, he's looked really good. He's looked like an ideal partner for Varan. He isn't as good as Maguire when it comes in air, but apart from that, there is they're very similar players. Victor Lindelof and Maguire, and Maguire, even if he's that good in the ball, he is not giving us anything in the corners. We have we are the only team in the Premier League this season who have not scored from a corner, and most of the time Maguire does end up winning the header, and still he. He is never on target and he never scores a goal from a corner. So he is, <clears throat> and in the Euros as well, and in the World Cup as well, uh, he was scoring a lot of goals from headed, headed corners for England, and he has not been doing that for Manchester United this season, and which is a real cause for concern because corners are a very important part of the game, and United haven't been scoring from corners, and uh, that's why our uh, XG is always pretty low. Uh, we we need to get our front players in form Sancho is the only bright spot right now Ronaldo will get into form if he is given enough chances and with Pogba coming back into team he will get a lot of chances now along with Bruno so I'm pretty sure that Ronaldo will again start scoring but Rashford needs to get back into form especially with this situation that's been going on with Mason Greenwood he's not... Close to starting I think this season and maybe his career at United is over but that that's all in the future right now what we need to focus on is uh, the players that we have and uh, these games against Southampton and Brighton are really really tricky games I don't think we're gonna get all six points from these two games we should do considering the squad that we have and the starting 11 that will be put out against these two teams but uh, I'm hoping that we get 6 points but realistically we'll get only 4 if you ask me, we can even get 3 or maybe we end up losing even both because uh, anything can happen with this United team who is so low on confidence right now hopefully this will be a good week for Manchester United fans I really hope I really hope Ronaldo comes back in form, he scores a bunch of goals from now till the end of the season because we really need him coming into the Champions League games against Atletico Madrid because uh, Diogo Simeone is a very shrewd shrewd man and uh, even though Atletico has not been at its best form in La Liga. When it comes to the Champions League game, they'll be switched on, and uh, Simeone will find any weaknesses in this team, and especially Suarez coming to Old Trafford, he will, he will give Maguire and Varane and Lindelof a game. So our our forward line ni- forward line needs to be, you know, going all guns blazing be- before that Champions League game, and before that Champions League game, we have only two or three games for that to happen, so United needs our forward line needs to score a few goals in the game against Southampton, in the game against Brighton, the only good thing is that uh, Southampton and Brighton both, they won't, uh, you know, sit back and uh, let us attack and have all the ball, they will play their football, which means that our forward line will have a lot of space to create chances and score goals, and... uh, Let's see. let's see what happens in the game but I'm really hopeful that uh, our forward line will come into form soon enough because if that doesn't happen and uh, Tottenham or Arsenal get their act together then, then it will be really difficult for us to cement that fourth spot. So, let's see what happens in the game. Uh, tell me if you like this episode of the premier league prism and uh, we'll we'll talk to each other after these two games and hopefully we'll have some good performances in the game hopefully this will be a better episode a lot more cheerful because right now all the joy has been sucked out of these Manchester United fans including me because we watch all the games and we expect a lot more from this very expensively assembled team which has not been happening Uh, So hopefully, things will be better. Hopefully, we'll win against Southampton and against Brighton. And uh, the next time we talk, it'll be a lot more cheerful episode. Uh, This has been Nishant your host. This is Premier League Prism. Please keep following. Please keep sharing the episode. And please keep in touch because you are the only reason I do this podcast to get in touch with all the United fans all over the globe. And uh, this is a really fun ride. I'm loving the ride. And uh, I hope that you guys are too enjoying the content. So, let's hope that uh, Ronaldo comes back in form. Rashford scores. Sancho keeps delivering the goods. And I'll see you on the other side. See you.